Modern Black Man Podcast. Yeah. Welcome to another episode of Modern Black Man Podcast. This week, I am joined uh, by an elite panel of guests, co-hosts that uh, have taken some kind out, some time out uh, to record this episode with me, and I'll allow them to introduce themselves. No doubt. Um, well, I'm Gabby, and I'm joined here with her brother, Matar, and also B. George. For a few minutes, literally two minutes, we have. Eliza. Is that your name? Or... No, yeah. <laughs> I appreciate you guys. Um, I think we got a really interesting topic today. Um, I kind of looked through the um, compilation of episodes, and I've never done one on legalizing it and I want to do one um, I think that we had a really interesting uh, conversation that we're segueing from just talking about how quickly uh, laws and minds have changed I know it wasn't too long ago where the thought of having an ounce of weed on you near you or around you kind of terrifying yeah. now it's every day how do you think we've come so far so fast? Um, I think people are just starting to realize that it's not as harmful as, you know, maybe once thought. And, you know, people are just becoming more accepting. I think. And I will add that, that people have been smoking and having ounces of weed pretty much their whole lives. It's just that, you know, it's been underserved black communities as a weapon to incarcerate them. And so now with this Black Lives Matter and um, justice theme that we've been embracing, like, of course people are going to be embracing me because it's calming them down and also <laughs> it's, it's there's no need to arrest somebody over having an ounce of wheat. You know, there's other things going on. <laughs> That's such a, a paradigm shift, though. Like, seriously, 20, I'd say 25 years ago, I think in 1995, that would seem laughable that you could say that and be undoubtedly correct. I don't know. No, I, I agree with you. I mean, you're right. I mean, I, I think it also depends on where you are, too. I mean, there are mm -hmm. communities in which if I went into like, you know, a certain community and I was found with the ounce of weed, they would be, you know, shocked and terrified and be calling me a drug dealer and everything else. But if you're in like B, then it's like, okay, cool. Nobody cares. Like, you know, I have some weed too. I mean, there's counties in Georgia right now where they're demonizing weed. Still. But these progressive laws are going to change so many lives because now it just seems laughable. I mean, well, it, it is going to change lives because it's going to keep innocent people from getting records that prevent them from either realizing their full potential or also keeping them out of the jail, its actual self, so that they're able to because, you know, it is something that is punished far greater 
and these people in in other states and other suburban communities that are afraid of minorities, you know, coming into their neighborhoods and robbing them and selling drugs to their children and all this other stuff. And so it's like, you know, people need to, it, it's a record, it's, it's more than the actual actually, is pretty much the point I'm saying. Absolutely. No, all, all great uh, points. Um, I just think that there's so much that goes with this, uh, with, with, with this ever evolving and changing situation. I mean, if we even move the lens to something a little bit more positive, don't you think the strains are getting better? Like, um, <laughs> if you mix the Gorilla Glue with the ice cream cake, or if you get um, enough indica that's just heavy enough and just right enough to mix with your sativa, you can create these stupid hybrid highs. I just think it's like a, a really good time. Um, you can buy tinctures and oils and syrups and edibles and carts and you know what I mean? Like it's so different because now it's all in one shop. It's not like you have to go to the one dealer uptown and then you got to go get it from your cousin, little Ronnie. Cause he know, he know the one that got the gas. Like you can get it all in one one shopping event. It's 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 really nice. Mm-hmm. No, yeah. I mean, it, the market does what the market does, and so we become stronger, cheaper. Yeah, there's more variety. I do have a question though. With yeah. all of these mixes happening and like all these hybrids being created, in order to create those, you have to do some artificial type stuff. You might have to add a few drops of this or you know, mm-hmm. add a few drops of that. How is that impacting overall health so I when say, it comes to all this stuff being legalized? So I would say there, there's studies showing we major effects of, you know, we got CBD. So CBD is studying on this, it has an effect in it to like, you know, suppress anti-inflammatories. Like mm-hmm. it got a medical, there's medical research that is, uh, searches that also helps like control the central nervous system um, for depression. But then they have a battle between like, does it cause psychological barriers or like depression or, you know, some people get like, how do you get paranoid with me? So, but right now with the studies they have in that, it has more of a, uh, positive impact on the body versus negative. You know what I mean? But I mean, like chemicals that they're adding while they're trying to grow certain types of flour to get it I mean, to taste like this. Yeah, but that's or why, smell like that. That's why like, the only one. That's why one only downside effect because you got so many people doing like off the black market of weed. They don't have a shit in there. All type of stuff in their stuff. Oh. But if you're going, that's why they work. Just like they cut other drugs. Yeah, researchers are studying that. It's, now they're trying to like figure out a way to make sure they can like like how we get things they approve. They can regulate that. Yeah, they can regulate that. But right now, THC and CBD should be the only thing, two things in your weed. True. <laughs> By the way, speaking of CBD, I do make my own CBD products. Plug. Uh, okay. Spin it out. We're gonna add your IG. How do we write? The only thing I put in my weed plant is a little spoon of molasses. If I wanted to buy some CBD product from you, what is your Instagram? Ooh, yeah, you would have to hit me up on Instagram. You can contact me. It's Anne of Green Gables or Gables. 
um, a play off of the book, Anne of Green Gables. Tell me that handle one more time. Anne of Green Gables. So A-N-N-E-O-F-G-A-B-B-L-E-S. Lock it in. For all inquiries. For all inquiries. <laughs> for all inquiries. I make a CBD lip balm and eye cream. Which is great, by the way. I have some eye balm. Yes. And then also I'm working on a body butter. Um, so, yeah. Tell yeah. me about the lip balm. What does that do? The health risk-wise. Right now, uh, marijuana is being like studied to show that it has more positive um, um, health effects than it is negative. Like, the only biggest thing there, like, is it cause, like, you know, pressure cycles social issues stuff like that you know because when you smoke most people most people do cbd or thc they want to just chill on yeah. that but i have a friend who used to have like a, was it you me no, it was mm-hmm. you <laughs> <laughs> yeah <be sure. laughs> you had the um cbd pen mm-hmm. like the big mm-hmm. chunky one it kept me from stopping a looked, lot of bitches you looked so relaxed <laughs> when you used it right. yeah that's okay. <laughs> we got me it kept me from slapping a lot of bitches. <laughs> <laughs> the CBD pen, the pens are nice. I, the burning and the, uh, you know, I just like the old school J. What do you guys prefer? I like an old school J. Well, traditional joint roller and has it has social and great social. It does. We don't, you know, you want to. I like a J too. Pass the blind, talk to people. It's, it's like the whole culture to it. Mm-hmm. Blah, blah, blah. So I think it's better in that way, but. You know, with the nicotine on some of the shells, it's not, it's not good help. I mean, I work in healthcare. So roll, look, roll you up a white boy. But I'm all, I'm all I bamboos. You hate white boys? White boys. I love them. I mean, wait, which white boys are we talking about right now? <laughs> the white boys. <laughs> sorry. Sorry, sorry. JK. We're talking about paper. <laughs> <laughs> we talk about, right. about all kinds of stuff. This, this, man podcast. this podcast is called Modern Black Man. Oh, okay. <laughs> and it's about. This edition, this episode is about weed. Facts. Okay, so yeah, to me, white boys give me a head high. But a CBD pen is good for when you're not trying to pop on a job or you're not trying to <laughs> smack a bitch on the job. You can use your CBD pen and not smell like marijuana. It'd be good. Let me tell you, Visine is another thing. If you smoke weed, you need to. That's definitely in the weed pack. People sleep on the Visine. Folks to work looking high. Mm-hmm. I show up to work looking high. My bad. That's me. <laughs> Bobby. <laughs> yeah. Also, they use CBD too to like to replace uh, like not to replace um, ibuprofen, who has more worse side had oh, negative yeah. side effects than um, marijuana. But don't people take ibuprofen or whatever for- to? For their heart? Mm-hmm, for pain. But this finding that CBD and THC... For heart health? Oh, that's aspirin. Aspirin, but the same thing. Um, I don't know CBD, though. We could talk about aspirin and ibuprofen, but um, what does it, this lip... Why CBD? Well, CBD has multiple healing properties, so it's very good for rough skin, which some people just have rough lips, you know? Um, and, <laughs> and it's also good for um, you know, other conditions such as like eczema and acne. CBD can actually be quite calming to the skin and, you know, just help you to even it back out. And um, yeah, I, I really made it as 
kind of a way to just test it out for myself. And then I really liked it. So I started making more batches of it. And it's primarily my friends and family who I just supply for now. But yeah, CBD has, has a lot of great, great benefits. As uh, my friend B. George mentioned, anti-inflammatory, um, the whole not. So insomnia. yeah, it helps you with insomnia. Actually, if you take it as a tincture, mm-hmm. um, a lot of folks who suffer from epilepsy, epilepsy. have really yeah. good outcomes when they take CBD. Right. Um, it actually cuts down on the seizures, right? The amount of seizures that they have. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, I mean, it's pr- relatively new, like on the market. It's it's completely legal now. Um, it is sli- it's regulated, but not as stringent as like some other things. So a lot of people are experimenting with it and making products. And you probably can go to the grocery store in the corner. They sell it at the bodega, at the corner store, at the grocery store. They sell it everywhere. Right. I don't get why I don't get how people buy it though, because it looks like flour, but it doesn't get you. Well, it's relax you and melt away your anxiety. But my is that most CBD products come. Like most CBD things come in like as a product, it's either like a tincture or a or a side or or a balm or a, something like that. People can, but a lot of people are not just smoking like CBD heavy. Yeah, I don't like see that. J's. Like people are smoking like THC heavy J's. Like CBD, they're using that part of the plant for like other stuff, like a lotion or a pill drop or gummy or whatever. Hmm. Yeah, I don't know anybody who smokes CBD flour, actually. Well, they sell it in uh, the way they try to sell it to you is, uh, like, you can cut real weed with it. Like, um, so I don't know if it really is, because the medicine's legit. I mean, if you have an issue with seizures or supposedly body pain, um, you can smoke CBD and it won't be the high of THC where you're feeling like numb from the pain. It'll be CBD where you're actually, I don't know, like those muscles aren't as tense or your, your anxiety's brought down enough. Your stress is lowered enough to recover. I don't know. Maybe, but I think marijuana or cannabis, we'll call it cannabis Mm -hmm. has both THC and CBD. So when you're smoking, right. You're getting both of those effects. The only thing about smoking CBD is you're just not getting high. So mm-hmm. I don't even see the point why somebody would cut mm-hmm. a blunt or whatever with THC, with cannabis and CBD flour. That would That's be you. pretty redundant to me because just smoke the damn blunt and you're going to already have the effects because there's Almost. CBD in it and there's THC in it. That's my point. And that's, that, that's kind of what I started with is that they sell the flour like it's the plant. You know, like you can get a, a CBD bud. Have you seen it at the store where it looks like the Hulk or it's like some Marvel uh, superhero or some clever marketing campaign around the fact that it's that's probably, that's not really bud? But that's for that's typically for people who like like for the jobs, like working at government jobs, they, they, pop, they don't want to have THC in their system. 
So I think a lot of people do the cat CBD plant. But why smoke it though? Why smoke because they, CBD? Because sometimes you want to smoke. They want to smoke like you smoke. Like I said, the culture of smoking weed is mm. the same thing. Yeah. But you're not getting high like you will when you get THC. So instead of Odul, it's like Odweeds. Or anxiety. Because some, yeah. some people get anxiety with THC. You haven't smoked That's a good point, maybe. Yeah. That was an herbal. I think a lot of people, I think people roll the CBD plant to, you know, not have the anxiety. Because I know I got a friend who does not like to be, they get anxiety of THC. And so they do they do CBD with a pen, with a vape pen, you know, so they can just be cool, cool chill, get some sleep, you know, whatever they, whatever they, it chill, it calms them. Hmm. Plus you got an economic benefit to it, the money. The money's always good. And that's what it really is, is that it's just another uh, product to market. Um, and that's what they're doing. They're throwing flashy labels on the new product, the new flavor of the week. And then in three years, when we're smoking uh, synthetic, organic, whatever, <laughs> we're, you know, we're, we're, we're going to wonder how we got ourselves in that situation. But the power of persuasion uh, advertising and marketing is just that good in this country. Yeah. But, um, you know, do you guys like different strains? I think I was kind of talking about that uh, on something different earlier, but like, um, I was saying that this this movement has really given us uh, distinction. I remember in the 90s, you used to have to read High Times Magazine to even see all the different strains that were out there. Now you can just go to the, to the store and there's probably twice as many and you can smell them and you can touch them and you can see all the different variations of it. Does anybody have a preference of as far as indica versus sativa versus hybrid versus exotic versus organic versus hydroponic versus, you know, feel me? <laughs> yeah. Um, I- like sativa because I don't like being feeling bogged down or tired, and um, yeah, if I had to pick like a hybrid ish indica ish one, I think I like like the sour type strain. Also, there was this one strain I tried in Cleveland. It was called AK forty seven. It had no smell and no taste, and it bananas but i've never gotten my hands on that again but yeah those i guess those are mine what about you b i, I don't have a preference as long as it's a tea because the tea but just chills you and they're gonna tea but just make me chill so i don't care what like all these hybrids i don't care about that the tea but for me mm-hmm. i'm tired If you get out his time, I don't know. I know. <laughs> just let me state the question for the uh, this night. What's your preferred strand or strain or so? You know, I love, definitely love an indica because I am always on the go and my body, the way my body's set up, it needs to be calmed down. And so the indica definitely gets me indica in the couch. <laughs> Chilling, hanging out. I'm currently growing in Northern Lights, and I really love it too. I mean, you know, it just 
plant have connected in some way looking forward to smoking it. What's the plant's name? Karen. The plant's name is Karen. Um is she fancy? Because they always make it through everything. <laughs> <laughs> the best survival would be to name the plant Karen. That's the only plant that survived. But um yeah, I do like an indica. I do like a stinky, smoky weed, something that's bold flavor. Um yeah. He broke it down like a barista. Yes. I know. Bold and flavor. <laughs> you know, I like a sativa. Um, I know that every, I know the, the answer is usually indica because it leaves you in the couch. But Well, two out of three over here said sativa. I just, a, a good sativa is where it's at, especially if you get like a, uh, one of those trichome rich, pungent, citrusy, uh, um, herbaceous, monkey hitting strains that leaves your brain uh, going to like new levels um, where you actually feel and or hear things. That's what I'm into. You know, when your ears get fuzzy, have you ever had uh, a good Are we still talking like that? <laughs> Right, that sounds like some mushrooms. Right now, ears fuzzy. No, I'm just, I'm just, I just joking. No, I, I do, I do know what you mean. Good indica that really has you tripping. But he like, said sativa. No, I mean sativa. Yeah, but my mind already, I, I can be paranoid, so I can't smoke while I'm, um, while I'm doing really like during the days and stuff. And so an indica would just have me freaking out, like dead. I mean, a sativa would have me like <laughs> indica. I sm- I'm smoking indica right now, which is I don't know what the hell I'm saying, Emma. but um, a sativa would have me just like all over the place, buzzing like a little bee, like me, 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 like forget, like just going crazy. And so an indica like relieves my road rage, relieves my back pain. I mean, it's real medicine, though. Like, um, if if we could really get um, that open form, like as a country, where everyone could just share their one uh, weed hero story about that one time that they just needed uh, a, a, a blunt or a J, and it saved the day because they didn't go off on their boss, they didn't divorce their wife, they didn't quit that job, they didn't. You know, they didn't get into that one fight that one night at that one uh, bar. Tell me. <laughs> tell me about it. If it was weed and alcohol have saved my life, literally. And when I get off of work, I come home, I smoke a blunt, and then I'm a normal person and I can function and I can be friendly. And so I, I hear what you're saying. What do you think is going to happen when we get to the point in culture when people are medicating at their job? You're going to be getting high. You know, our grandkids are going to be getting high. No, I don't think that's going to happen. Well, for one, I think it's interesting that you use that term for our medicating at the job versus using the term getting high. It's the way you phrase it. It's the way you talk about it. When we get to a point to where people are self-medicating or self-administering medication to themselves, and that's how smoking weed or doing weed is considered, then of course people are 
they're pills and medicine that work all the time. But and it probably is getting them high too. Some of them. Well, yeah, that's the point. Uh, but whether the, we call it feeling good or feeling well, it's really the same, right? It's I'm, not mental. Um, it's not mental okay. health until you're not mentally well. I don't see that ever happening. I don't see people being able to get high at work now. No. no, not off weed. Um, I will not off of weed. And if you do, like you can now. You just take a gummy or take a whatever it is you want to do. Right. But an edible or something. But, um, you I know, I don't see it being accepted. But I, I see it being more like... A you cigarette. Know. I see it being like a cigarette in the future. I really do. Right. Yeah, like a cigarette or like alcohol. There's no way that we had uh, 50 years it hit, of no, the American like, industry, people smoking cigarettes and getting cancer every day. Uh, and we could think like, about turning our nose up at uh, medical, or not medical marijuana, but uh, the leaf, the plant. True, but but cigarettes don't get you high, so yeah. it's like different. Like, uh, I, cigarettes get me pretty buzzy, it, but I hear what you're saying. I think it's going to be like the next maybe alcohol. Like you could take a cigarette break I at work. I think in, yeah, you could take a cigarette break at work. I don't think, I could never see it happening in my area of work. That being normalized is just something to do on the job. That would never happen. No, I mean and their jobs. Personally, me thinking, I, I I cannot smoke a blunt and focus and do my job to the best of my ability. If me I neither. I don't smoke during the day, and I'm not even doing like an essential job where other people's safety is at risk. Like, you know, think about those people. They're not a, a lot of people. Even in Cleveland, if you work at the Cleveland Clinic, you're not allowed to smoke cigarettes. Really. I told yeah. you, I will say I agree with the fact that smoking marijuana does impair you. And I mean, some people, your jobs, their people's lives are on the line. Well, yeah. And, and also, just like in your own life, like you want to be just as productive as possible. I mean, like, I don't know. Do you use, I, I sometimes, I have smoked during the day. I just try not to. Right. You know what I mean? Like, I so. think the big picture circle theme of what we're saying right now is that marijuana or cannabis or whatever you want to call it is a chill time drug. It's not something that you do. It's a social drug. It's yeah. a social, like, chill, kick back, relax, feel good, no anxiety type of drug. It's not like... I'm going to do weed and then, you know, go to my firefighter job or <laughs> I'm going to do weed and like hop on the road and like, well, you might get a long road. Well, so, play along with the scenario. You're not about to be rolling around, like delivering whatever. Well, you're not allowed to. Truckers aren't allowed to do drugs. But if you work for Uber Eats, that's how you make it through your shift. Uh, but play along with the scenario. Um, school teacher or police officer getting high at work, being medicated on the job, who would you rather? <laughs> who would you rather? I'd rather the teacher be really? I'd rather, no, I'd rather the police officer be high so he could be chilling out versus the teacher not teaching our children. <laughs> what? Okay, I guess. Isn't it interesting how it works, though? Because Hungry. it's like, weed is totally... It, 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 is it a nullifier? It doesn't cancel anything out. It just changes your performance, changes your mood and temperament. Well, thing. You're assuming that everybody who smokes weed chills out as well because I know people who get extremely paranoid and start acting crazy as hell. Ooh. I know people who just like sit in the corner and like freak out. Like, 
I, there are people that I know who do not like smoking weed because it makes them feel some type of way. I so think, I wouldn't want no cop freaking out, paranoid, and you know whatever else. I would say this. Personally, I think weed. I think weed shall remain a drug. It is a drug. People should not be medic using it as a medication and claiming. If you're using it as a medication, you need to use it appropriately. But it is a drug that does lead impaired just like alcohol and i it's think like alcohol drugs like drug should be legal you should be 21 buy it you can't drive on you shouldn't be able to go to work on it. but people shouldn't be tested for it. you should be able to just be able to smoke weed in your home if you want you know whatever you know not out in the streets but it should be just like alcohol you can't be drinking and acting all crazy in the streets but you know if you have some weed on you or if your home smells like weed here's my thing it's a psychotropic drug. Marijuana is. So the debate that we're having is just on the fact of its nature. It changes your mental state. Um, some people can handle that change better than others. Just like if we look at like mushrooms or acid. Um, when you get into the psychedelic type stuff, yeah, there's people that can handle being smacked out of their minds like that. I don't know anybody in my circle that's like that, right? No, I mean, no, I same. Like, I, I, I definitely people. know. <laughs> definitely do know people actually who. I know people who love who love to do shrooms, love to do acid and stuff like. <clears throat> honestly, I, I personally don't. You know, can't handle that and like stuff like that. But I, like, other people, they do like to do that. But I think that that is definitely like to compare that to weed is very dangerous. Ways because I think weed is so easily accessible. It's so easily grown. It's just it's not as dramatic as doing a mushroom. Or that and so I would say, like it's not exactly the same. Like people differentiate crack and cocaine and try and make them seem like they're so different when they actually are the same. Versus making saying weed is like you know shrooms and astronauts other stuff. I'm not saying that you're doing that, but other people do assume weed to be like on that level. And it's like no, you know. But then they'll do coke, and it's like, but that you just did crack, you know, like. <laughs> <laughs> and see, that's the everybody has this power of preference. Uh, whatever they're addicted to, uh, it's always going to be the better or more refined drug. It's kind of like how we sin. Um, you know, we always judge people based on the way that they sin, but we all do it, don't we? Yeah, there's right. no such thing as a sin-free person. So, I mean, yeah, absolutely. I mean... And I don't judge people, just to throw it out there, I really don't judge people for their sins. I judge people who are bad to other people, but you do what you do. Yeah, I do have friends that do drugs and stuff like that, but I just let them do their thing, you know? It doesn't bother me. Man, I appreciate you guys uh, breaking it down with me, though. I just, I realized I had never done a, a, a legalized episode. And I mean, it's, I think that the power and the benefit, truly, I believe the power and the benefit of marijuana specifically outweighs all its detriments. Like, there's so much research that just proves it. Um, you'd have to literally smoke acres of weed in seconds to have a chance at overdosing. No one's ever died from marijuana unless a, a ton of it fell on them and that's how they died. <laughs> like, the, the stuff won't kill you. Um, it, you know, alcohol is so much more 
Deadly. So much more destructive. Absolutely. And, and you know, uh, the brain cells. You kill more brain cells with alcohol than weed. And they always talk about how weed kills your brain cells. It's like anything that gets you high is going to dull out your neuroreceptors. Um, the thing is, marijuana actually protects some of your brain cells. It can actually help you preserve them. Um, so it's a double-edged sword. Like, it's not just going to make you dumb and dull. Well, that's good to know. Yeah. It's one of the things that you, you just learn something new all the time. Well, yeah, and I mean, that's that's why we had the counterculture, is, is that this never would, there's no way. Um, people have been fighting since the, let's say, the 60s um, to legalize it, right? There's no way that they could have gained an inch unless they had an overwhelming benefit of scientific validity like this you know it really is like a benefit it's just that we demonize drugs as a a, as a country as a culture uh we demonize drugs and we try to make everything drug related bad so this war that we're fighting um against uh what started off as just foreigners right i'm not even going to say brown people because now it's just black and brown uh, faces of incarceration that come from it. But I'm trying to end this show on a, a, a lighter and happier note. Um, but, you know, we, we, we demonize the drugs and, and we're in a capitalist country. We love to have business, but we don't want anyone to, to color outside the lines. And now we're in the point of culture where everyone can benefit from this business. Governments have realized that this is their... Uh, this is a, a great bailout for them. This is a great opportunity um, to cover cost. Um, just like the legal business, you can't put any of that cash in banks. I think that's genius. <laughs> the banks yeah. are the last ones that need to benefit from this. Uh, the, the, the cash really does belong to the people in a sense with that. So things are going to fix themselves. Progress is going to allow itself Um I think Black Lives Matter is another great example of this. There's no way that our culture was sensitive enough to acknowledge that Black Lives Mattered in the last decade. There has just been so much progress in the years leading up to the point that we're in now that we, we can say these things and remain confident and believe that lives um, matter. Um, we are not in the same day as our grandparents. It's a very different time. Um, and I think that what comes next naturally is just encouragement. So um, that was a that was a long wrap up, but uh, <laughs> I, I just appreciate everybody's perspective and, um, you know, just good, good conversation. I appreciate that. Yeah, definitely. And just to add on to what you said, what we're talk what we talked about this evening was really just one era of this whole conversation cannabis and hemp because you know you can reach a little a bit further back in our nation's history and really get to the real reason why cannabis and hemp was banned was because hemp was a huge threat to other you know foreign industry including like chopping down wood and making paper because they used to make rope and paper and all types of things out of hemp. 
but you know that was going to take money away from some pretty powerful people but perhaps that can be a conversation for another time absolutely absolutely uh and perspective is always valued um so yeah absolutely we should we should definitely record that let's plan for that in the future no doubt yeah, it was great. It was, it was a great podcast having us on. Mm-hmm. If anybody's got any social medias, um, any any social media handles, um, definitely let's let's share those because. Um, oh sure, yeah. You can find anybody can follow me at at the guy t h e g u e y e. It's my Instagram handle. It's open. You just follow me. I'll follow back. Yep. And mine is Anne of Green Gables again. So that's A N N E O F G A B B L E S. B ain't doing it. But I got mine. Um, check me out, of course, on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. I'm at Chubby Idris Elba. Uh, Till the next episode. Peace. <laughs>